Welcome back to another episode of Tuxedo Time. Where we wear tuxedos. And it is time. Nailed it. Nailed it. Dude, that was like the first one we like nailed. I thought really hard on it. I concentrated very hard. Yeah, it was like a, taking the moment to pause to like really think about what you're going to say next. And it is time. And then I blanked. <laughs> I didn't know what to say after that. <laughs> We're in a, like a really weird time. We have like a couple of episodes or one episode of the podcast that I didn't feel like releasing. I thought we should record a new one. But we were going to talk a little bit about the pandemic, but I reached out to you guys on Instagram and polled you to see what you wanted to hear us talk about on the podcast today. And a lot of you guys said, don't talk about COVID, nothing negative, please distract us from all of the shit that's happening. So I think it's kind of hard for us not to talk about it because it's kind of a huge thing in our lives, especially because you're working at the hospital, Chris. But I don't think we need to do a full episode on it. No, I think it's, uh, we could touch on it if there were any pertinent questions that you thought stood out to you. Yeah, there are a couple, I think. Okay. Should we get those done and out of the way? Rapid fire? Let's get them done and out of the way. And if you guys really don't want to listen to like COVID shit, just like fast forward, insert time. (laughs) 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 If you talk into it like a robot, it will understand you. Oh my God. Oh, no one's going to understand that. (laughs) I know. It's because we're idiots. So we are going to talk about it a little bit, but also hopefully we can bring you guys some joy and a little bit of distraction by being fucking idiots. And hopefully we can distract ourselves from the shit show that is happening in the world right now. Should I take 15 seconds while you look those questions up and tell them what that quote you said meant? Yeah, Yeah, you should. Okay. So when I was a radiology resident training, I did my first overnight on-call shift and I had a senior resident with me. And we got slammed the entire night, basically just up the entire night reading CT scans, x-rays, everything, ultrasounds. And uh, the voice recognition wasn't picking up my speech. So it was like four in the morning and we were like 10 CTs behind. And I had this senior resident, but he was like bending over, reaching over me, like to get to the keyboard and the dictation, the dictaphone. And he was like, oh, uh, I had to proofread your reports. So he's like looking at it and just like, bending in front of me in a weird way but then he was like oh i have to dictate let me let me dictate something over what you put and he started dictating of course it didn't recognize his voice because it was profiled to me and he's like oh it's not picking my voice up and he's like it turns right to me looks me in the eyes like if you talk like a robot i find it sometimes picks up your voice better so he was like there is a fracture <laughs> of the left third rib non-displays and i'm just like oh my god i was like that was one of the like those out-of-body experiences that you have like during medical school there's a few times when i felt like i just left my body and observed myself from across the room thinking what the hell is going on right now in my life god i wish i could have been like a fly on the wall that is actually incredible yeah it was uh it was a standout moment for sure anyway so that's now become a thing in becky and my relationship Anytime we have to talk into something, if you talk like a robot, it will pick your voice up better. Well, you sent me a picture the other day um, at work. You said, just sanitize my workstation. And you had your little dictaphone there. And I was like, did you sanitize your dictaphone? Don't forget, if you talk like a robot. (laughs) (laughs) You busted it out after like not having thought about it for years. (laughs) I died laughing. Okay, so um, things are weird. How... Are you feeling? Because I, we asked the questions and this wasn't going to be a Q&A episode, but then it, you know what? We're just going to fucking do it and hopefully you guys will have a few lols along the way. But the, there were actually a lot of um, questions about how um, you're doing, how things at the hospital are, how we are doing. Why don't you give us like a Coles Notes, what the fuck is happening? 
Okay, I will talk about how I'm doing. And you can you're going to talk about, talk about talk like a robot. I'm yeah. going to talk about how I'm doing, and then you can <laughs> talk about how you're doing. A, <laughs> there is a virus. <laughs> oh my god, that's super creepy when you say there is a virus like that. Did you don't. did you ever uh, remember the game called the Omega Virus? No, ew. What? Oh my god, that was the best board game. <laughs> it was a board game when I was a kid. Okay. And it had a like talking speaker in the middle. Ew, no. And it we was did puzzles. It what was the like fuck? it was like one of those hybrid board games slash electronic games. No, I never had any. So you set it all up and you have to like search room by room. You're on this like space station. You're searching room by room looking for the Omega virus. Ew. But the voice sounds like that. He's like, You found me. Ew, Chris. <laughs> Enter <hate> secret code. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I can remember. Sounds like a dope game. It was a great game. Yeah, we should actually look it up. I'm sure we could find videos of it we on YouTube. We should just buy it on Amazon and try it out on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'd be the most boring podcast episode. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so in all serious, back to serious conversation. Um, coronavirus, yeah, we are in New York State. And if anyone's following the news, New York State is the epicenter of the U.S. outbreak as of, what's today march 25th i have no idea what today is so um most of those so people think that we're getting slammed right now which we're actually in buffalo which is on the west side of new york or western new york we call it and new york city is on the eastern side on the on the coast so most of those cases are centered on new york city so we haven't actually seen that massive wave yet but we're waiting and i would estimate probably um i don't know early next week is probably when we're going to start seeing things really ramp up yeah it's freaking me out i'm like sick to my stomach over it and i'm like nervous and i've had a few breakdowns sorry this was about you (laughs) it's okay let me finish (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm glad we could could laugh yeah we gotta keep it light because this is some heavy shit it's some heavy shit i haven't laughed in weeks i've had more breakdowns than i've ever had in my life why must you keep talking about yourself Okay, continue. <laughs> Shut up. All right. So, um, yeah, we we are waiting for the onslaught. It's going to hit hard, I think. Um, the issue is we have a, already have a shortage of personal protective equipment, or PPE for short. So that includes masks, gown, gowns, gloves, eye protection, uh, but mostly masks. And N95 masks are in uh, critically low supply. I haven't seen an N95 mask in weeks. Um, surgical masks, we just got another shipment. So we have a couple weeks worth from what I hear, but, um, those could quickly get blasted through. Um, cause again, the, the wave hasn't even hit us yet and we're already running low on masks. So as soon as we have increased ut- utilization or increased need for the masks, um, we could blast through our supply very quickly and we're, it's not guaranteed that we're going to be able to get more in a timely fashion. So that's one of the big hurdles on the horizon. If healthcare providers run out of masks, then we can't really provide care properly. Mm-hmm. And then, then you, become, you get into these weird ethical situations where you know you have some providers probably feeling too bad denying people care and they just literally sacrifice themselves to provide care even though they're going to get it invariably and then be out sick and possibly uh, incapacitated you know, permanently if some people, you know, get really, really sick. So Ugh. it's, it's, it's a bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah. Clusterfuck is definitely a good way to put it. It's, I'm fucking terrified, <clears throat> honestly. Like we were talking earlier and by the, well, the vlog won't be up by the time you listen to this probably, but we were talking earlier about how people are like isolating and you still have the work. I'm isolating because there's a very real chance that you're going to get the virus and pass it to me or we're both going to get sick or I, 
the re- it, the reality of us getting it is is high. And we were talking about how like people who are isolating away from everybody, like once the 14 days are up and you've been not in contact with anybody, like you know that you're probably going to be okay. But for us, like every day the, the clock starts over. So there's never like a day where we're like, oh, 14 days have passed. Neither of us are sick. Like every day you're at the hospital and every day. Setting the timer over again. Yeah, setting the timer. So this is getting really dark. So let's move on to this question that somebody asked about actually. Because um, I don't want to like depress people where they're like, fuck this. I don't want to listen to this because I'm starting to get sad again. Please don't turn off the podcast. <laughs> um, Terry Lynn Statari. Uh, I don't know how to read um, asked, what precautions is Dr. Chris taking when he returns home from the hospital? Any advice? So we have a real, we have a new system of how we sanitize the shit out of Dr. Chris. Do you want to? <laughs> sure. So Becky's made a place for my shoes to go out in the garage. So I come in through the garage. I take my shoes off, leave them out in the garage. She then will eventually go down and spray them with Lysol. I haven't done that yet today. Oops. I should do that. Oh, if I get it, it's your fault. I'm giving you the death stare. <laughs> <laughs> oh listen we had yeah. to keep laughing chris because this shit is way too real yeah so uh i leave my shoes in the um in the garage i then walk into the laundry room which is connected to the garage and go right to the laundry machine and strip down naked put my clothes into the laundry machine hot water yeah meanwhile i take my uh phone wallet keys all phone, that stuff wallet, keys yes phone wallet keys <laughs> <laughs> and i sanitize them with uh lysol wipes and then I run through the house naked and jump in the shower. <laughs> at some point along there, you kind of like wipe your hands at the Lysol or whatever. So your hands are hopefully clean by the time you come into the shower to turn the shower on. It's fine. Yeah. It'll be okay. Yeah, that's kind of the routine. So we're trying to keep things safe and sanitary. And whenever I have to go to the grocery store, I've been wiping everything down with Lysol wipes. And How do you feel about the grocery store nowadays? I hate it. I, like, I don't want to go because I, I feel like I can visualize the virus on every surface. <laughs> And so I went um, last week. I went on Friday. Goddamn electron microscope eyes over there. Listen. <laughs> Three microns is my resolution. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I went to the grocery store on Friday and nobody was following the rules. Everybody was going close to each other. There were old people in the meat section. I stayed like eight feet plus away from them and people were coming next to me. I was like, get the Jesus. To back the fuck up. Back the fuck up. I almost lost my shit at an old lady and um, because she was up my ass with a cart. I was like, bitch, have you been on the news? Like, Out of here, boomer. I need to get a fucking shirt that says, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Stay the fuck away. Um, Oxford Pennant has this jacket that has this like skull. Actually, I have a pennant of it, but it says go away on the back. That's like, a perfect theme for that's what this day and age. Yeah. N- everybody's staying close to each other. So at one point I was like going to try to find cheese, which is why we're dangerously low on cheese right now because all the patrons were standing side by side lined up to go check their groceries out in the cheese aisle. Why couldn't they pick a different aisle? Why did it have to be the cheese aisle? It's the most so important you, aisle. You voted not to get cheese because you didn't want to no. wade through the I mean, people. I kind of regret it now. I think maybe... I should have just got the cheese. I don't think you're making enough sacrifices for this family. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was like at my wits end. I was like, shag this. I'm leaving. And so I, I brought my cart to the other side. I was just going to ditch it. And I would never do that. But I was at my wits end. Clear line to the self-checkout. No lineup. And you I was like, left Fuck a cart, this. a no, rogue cart? I was about to mm-hmm. because I was like panicking because I was like, there's virus all over me. 
I think we should move on because okay. I'm getting You're an anxiety spiraling. attack. I'm spiraling and <laughs> she, um, she is spiraling. Okay. We're gonna take a real quick break and we come back. We're gonna talk about non coronavirus, non medical questions that we got asked on Instagram because I don't wanna talk about anything else. I need to distract myself. We'll be okay. right back. Becky, you had some questions for us? Yes, I have a couple of questions. I tried to pick the ones that were like not really photography related because a lot of people from the last episode said they really liked how um, we made fun of each other a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um, this question is from DSS.Gabriel. Okay, they're asking creators whose content you love, but it's completely different than photo video, i.e. fashion, question mark. I'm putting you on the spot. I should have read you all these questions beforehand. You're putting me on the spot. Yeah. Okay. I'll start. Somebody whose content I've been digging that's not photo related recently is my buddy, Sabrina Smelko, who is from Ontario. She now lives in Squamish. I call her my buddy. I don't know if she'd consider me her buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, she and her boyfriend partner... Um, they bought a house, a little A-frame cabin in Squamish, and they are renovating it head to toe. Now, what you need to know about Sabrina Smelko is that she used to host an HGTV uh, home renovation show. So she is like very well versed in interior design, in um, DIY projects, in construction. And I think her partner, I might be wrong, but I think he's into construction as well. So they are renovating this top to bottom. They have ripped everything out of this place back to like electrical, everything, plot, like subfloor, everything. And she's documenting it all on Instagram through her Instagram stories. I'm obsessed and she has fantastic taste. Um, She's like got a modern taste, but it's like a little bit more transitional than like what we like. Like we definitely like more mid-century modern. But anyway, I've been really digging her stuff. Yeah. You've been showing me some of her stuff and it looks great. Yeah. I like living for her Instagram stories. Yeah. I've been watching... Who do I watch on YouTube, Beck? Trent Palmer. Oh yeah. Trent Palmer. Yeah. He he flies bush planes with the big fat tires, a short takeoff and landing planes. Those are pretty neat. But Um, he's kind of like in the video world. Yeah. Like he flies drones for a living. Flies yeah. bush planes for fun. Join me, Trent Palmer. As I, <laughs> this is interesting. Are you a big fan? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the top fan badge, please. <laughs> um, nothing brings me more joy. Shh. That's for our trash. We had to bring out the trash tonight. Okay. Um, nothing brings me more joy when I get a top fan badge on Facebook. I got a top fan badge for Lizzie Pierce. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I wear it with pride. Yes. I got one from Je- for uh, Justin and Craig when they were on the go. You've been wa- watching a lot of like science videos as well. Oh, yeah. What's that? There's an engineering channel I've been watching, too. They just do a really good job with their videos. Neil deGrasse Tyson? Negative. (laughs) Yeah, you've been watching a lot of, like, physics. Something like real engineering. The guy's got um, some sort of accent. Oh, is that right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm terrible with accents. Is it a robot accent? (laughs) it's not a robot accent. Yes, it's a robot accent. (laughs) He has the Omega virus accent. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We're gonna... People are going to be like, wow, this joke is way too played out. <laughs> yeah. What is the? They're going to be like, um, unsubscribe. Please don't. Five stars. Um, Five stars only. Okay. Here's the next question from, gosh, Shukardu. What type of music are you guys into? It helps if you pronounce it in the robot. <laughs> Shukardu. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> they're calling the cops yes. because this podcast is awful. Call the police. <laughs> What was the question? Sorry. The question is, what type of music are you guys into? Um, I have a very eclectic taste of music. 
Um, Don't fucking lie. We know that there's only one artist that you listen to on repeat. She's got blonde hair. She's a genius. And you now have a newfound love on her. I do. And crush on her. Yes. But anyway, okay. So let's hear about your eclectic music taste. Uh, I listen to basically everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's not helpful. Give us like five artists. Okay. Let me pull up my phone here. Oh, God. Taylor Swift, obviously. (laughs) That's who we were talking about, if you couldn't tell before. Yep. Blonde. Uh Uh-huh. Beautiful. Brilliant. Correct. Correct. I've been doing a lot of throwback pop punk lately. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like who? So American Diary, Wear It Till You Love It. That was a classic album from I don't even know when, 2006. Never heard of it. Yeah. Of course you haven't. No. Because you don't care about your husband. I do care about my husband. I have a lot of Lights albums in my uh, playlist here. Fun fact, Curses in the Lights, Timing is Everything music video. Look True it up on story. YouTube. Yeah. Shot the behind the scenes video. Did. Yeah. First video I ever shot with audio. Had to learn a ballroom dancing scene. You killed it, man. That was a crazy story. Yep. I think we did a vlog on that, actually. We did. Um. Yeah. And then just ran. Oh, Dashboard Confessional. Went on a little deep dive with... Uh, Jesus Christ. What is this? The early 2000s? 2007. Yeah. Holy Taking shit. Taking Back Sunday. Oh, my God. Yeah, these are all... Oh, AFI. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's like our the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of throwback stuff lately. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I stopped listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. And I only listen to stuff through iTunes now. And it just basically has me going back in time and listening to old stuff on repeat. Yeah. And not actually expanding my music tastes. Are you? Do you mean to be talking like a robot right now? Because you totally are. What are your favorite music <laughs> artists? What are your favorite music? What are your favorite musics? <laughs> um, well, I really like hip hop. Mm-hmm. I like all types of hip hop, but mostly early '90s hip hop. That gets me fucking jazzed. It's been taking my mind <laughs> off shit lately. So that I uh, really like Biggie. I really like Tribe Called Quest. I really like. I like Jay-Z. Um, I also really like chill hop. So I listen to a lot of the chill hop mixes on YouTube. That's like my favorite to like be in the house and just be hanging out. Like I'll listen to like lo-fi hip hop. That's my favorite. But if I want to get like down. I feel like that's the new elevator music. You kind of could just put it on. Yeah, you can just put it on and it's super chill and it's a great vibe. I'm like blanking on all of my musical artists that I like to listen to. But um, oh, I've been really into disco. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, man, about disco music. We have very different music tastes. Yep, we bottom do. line. Do you know what's really funny though? Oh, I was listening to Run DMC the other day. Forgot how brilliant. Um, <laughs> there was a song called "You Talk Too Much." It was oh great. Oh my god, I yeah. should play that for you. All I was thinking about was like Chris would be like, "Oh, this is a song for you." Um, <laughs> <laughs> there were there was a point in time in our relationship where we had a very similar um, musical taste. We listened to um, a lot of hardcore metal like we did um cradle of filth fire rain i can't remember like a lot i don't know what at what point we started like separating in our tastes because we used to listen to a lot of like emo but there was some emo that was just like too emo for me but you still listen to it well i listened to it because you did and then i we listened to some hip-hop like army pharaohs and remember that whole era when we used to listen to that stuff Oh, we definitely were definitely into rap for a while. Yeah, for a while. Well, I'm still into rap. But um, yeah, we were really into that. And then suddenly you like really like Taylor Swift and I was like really into yeah, like, I Jack. Just, and then I just, just... kind of gave into it. I was like, you know what? I like pop music. 
I'm not going to be ashamed of it. Wait. Okay, wait. Did you always like pop music, but then you were like a punk ass kid? So you're like, okay, I can't like pop music. I got to be No, cool. not really. I mean, I liked because I like pop punk that was like melodic yeah, and kind of, you know, emo stuff. Yeah, I never really liked that, but you really did like that. I did. I like it when it hits me in the feels. Aw, you like emotional music. Yeah. You like slow songs. Remember this song? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that was a full era when we used to listen to that. We're gone down memory lane here now. We nobody are. Cares. Okay, yeah, nobody cares. Um, let's move on um, to the next question. Pat Sandura. Chris's burps. Next question. Why are you so mad when the Wind's Food crowd come over and we're burping? Because you're all slovenly beasts. But you will toot up a storm. It's the thing, same thing. It's air out your mouth, air out your hole. No, it's not. It's the anti-grade direction of flow through the alimentary tract, meaning... It's one way. Farts are natural. Burps are not. Dude, Next question. Burps are 100% natural, especially if you have a GI problem like myself. That is an oxymoron. Normal and but have a problem. Yeah. Um, by oxymoron, you mean you're a moron. Next question. Um, Big Fudge Photo asks, power ranking of Becky's favorite sweary words. Also, are there any Newfoundland specific ones? It's really funny because I swear a lot and don't cut it out. You swear <clears throat> a lot and I cut it out. You swear just as much as me, but people think that I'm the most potty mouth person. <laughs> Were you going to say that? Bitch. Potty mouth piece of <laughs> shit. poop. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about Newfoundland specific swears. I just picture people saying the same swear words just in a Newfoundland accent. <laughs> Can you give us an example? <laughs> the face right now! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I had to get ready for it. Oh my god. That was ready. a full like five minute build up. Yeah, it was a build up. It was a build up. Yeah. Okay. You have to do <laughs> you have to do the face to do the accent sometimes. You do. It's you, true. You fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Correct. Yep. Um Jesus is a word that I say a lot. Yeah. If you guys watch and listen it Jesus Jesus, Jesus, Jesus tonight. Jesus tonight is three. Oh, you guys it's three. My mom, I knew when she was mad because she'd throw three Jesuses and then tonight on the end. Tonight. Tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not today, not tomorrow, no, but tonight. Tonight. And it's not even tonight, it's denight. You know? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus night. That's how it usually goes. Jesus but, apostrophe night. Yeah, d d d a. N-I-T-E. Because uh, <laughs> you got to spell it wrong. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Jesus is a word that that Newfoundlanders say a lot. If you come to the island, you'll hear probably everybody say Jesus at some point. Yep. Jesus could come with anything. Like back home, like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus tonight. Jesus what on did, the cross. What did, what did, Jesus <laughs> Mary and Joseph in the garden. Joe what Jesus. Re, what a real estate agent say? Jesus on a stick. But like when I thought about that, actually means like him on the cross. Yes. But I didn't think about it that way. I just pictured him like on a stick, like someone holding a stick and then there's a Jesus there's on like it. There's like a Jesus standing on the stick. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I pictured it. But then I realized that they meant like, oh, Jesus on the cross. It was just a way of saying cross. Got it. Um, and it, I know, I just found it really comical. <laughs> it's funny how like when you say certain things and you picture it and it's like a cartoon in your head and then you try to explain it and people are like, huh? There are concepts in life though, like when people say them and whether it be that you just never thought about it or like you heard it so early on in your life you're a kid you just didn't understand what something meant and then it became a thing that you say or you're familiar with but you never actually put two and two together yeah 
like so delicious. Oh my god. The fruit snacks. Yeah. Like they're so delicious. I but didn't so realize that it was it... a plan word so delicious. I was like, oh, it's soda, because it's like yeah, they're they're Coke bottles. It, yeah. I don't think I put that together either until later in life, maybe just now. Um, shag that is one that I, I say that people are like, do you know what shag means in the UK? I'm like, yeah, it means fuck. Like the whole, <laughs> the, the whole reason why I say shag that is like fuck that without saying fuck because people get mad when I say fuck. But they don't get mad at you. They only get mad at me. It's true. Yeah. There's a real discrepancy or disparity between how often people get mad at Becky for swearing and how people get at me at swearing. I don't understand if it's like a thing where people think that females aren't allowed to swear or if it's just more jarring when they hear it out of my mouth. But there was a video um, that we did with Johnny and Iz, the grappling hook video. And you guys swore probably way more than I did. And people only to- only called me out for swearing. They were like, Becky, you swear way too much. And I was like, that's interesting since the males in this video swore like three times more than me. And then the same woman, who one of the women who said that to you, came on my video yeah. and said, thank you for not swearing. The point was really well received. This is for the COVID-19 video. And I'm like, I literally said fuck at 27 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the sexism is real. But anyway, going back to Newfoundland swear words, is there any other ones besides Jesus and Shag that? I mean, there's like a lot of other, there's like terms. Like we could do a full episode on fucking Newfoundland. Like oh, shit yeah. baked, deadly, yes, why? Say we comes here too. You at Lord Tunner and Jesus tonight. It still has Jesus in it. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next question. Alana underscore rising. This is like, this is a three-parter. Okay. Okay. Um, quiet night in or wild night out? Oh, I think we will both say one, two, three. Quiet, quiet night, night in. in. Definitely. We're in bed. Nine o'clock. We're watching Tiger King. We're falling asleep <laughs> before the show's over. We're eating ice cream before we go to bed we're getting acid reflux because we're old as fuck true that's how it goes okay that was my tweet the other day what about um, acid reflux can't lie down for my afternoon nap because of acid <laughs> reflux here I, I have a full box of toms next to my bedside table it's right there that's okay if you don't believe me <laughs> um the, the second part of this question is uh favorite foods oh mm. no i'm thinking about all my favorite foods that i can't go out and eat right now probably sushi for me yeah i love sushi too oh, mm-hmm. chicken nuggets man <laughs> I fucking love french fries and chicken nuggets, but I also really like donuts. God, I love pizza, tacos. Oh, shit, tacos. Shit, queso? tacos. Do you, love, do you love queso? I like queso. I have a lot of foods I like. Um, which way does the toilet paper roll go? Oh, okay. So I have a take on that. Okay, tell me about okay, it. Okay, my take is I know that the popular opinion, probably to the tune of three quarters to one quarter, would be so the roll goes over the top. Okay. But hear don't me out. T- if you flip you it around and go it over the back, that. you could hide the roll. It looks like a uniform single object and it makes okay. a more minimalist aesthetic. Uh, yeah, now you're torn. Yep. That was, was that a pun? Torn? No, but it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now yeah. you're wiped. Yeah. Oh, shit. Didn't really make sense. Oh, shit. I said shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh my god okay you're so right about that I you're never... really on a roll <laughs> i'll see myself out yeah get out um i uh now that you've said that about the slice mm-hmm. i agree but i really like her when she's coming over the top because it's easier to get off um one of my favorite twitter accounts called grandmother 
It, um, did you see that tweet today? It was like a roll of toilet paper that she had knit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that one on her account, but I saw it somewhere else. Oh, God. It was so good. Um, okay, cool. So we're on the same page, I guess, now for the toilet paper. Except for I never put the toilet paper on the roll. I just leave it on the thing. Yeah, you're just, you're just, despi- she is despicable. Yeah, I am. There's, <laughs> there's a roll, empty cardboard <laughs> paper. Er, there's an empty cardboard. Do you don't even know what it's called. It's called the toilet paper roll. There's an empty cardboard toilet it's paper roll. It's called the toilet paper roll. <laughs> oh, now I get it. <laughs> you get it now? Yeah, I get it now. Yeah, there's you an, understand it better when you say it in a robot Correct. Accent. <laughs> <laughs> what is called a robot accent? That's not what it's called. It's a voice, not an accent. <laughs> So I come into the bathroom and actually, okay, so pause for a second. Anybody who hasn't really been following on this, our new our new place that we moved into, which isn't really new anymore, but we moved into it last spring. By the way, it's like almost a year. Almost a year. And the bathroom has two toilets in it. Game changer. His and her thrones. Yep. Or his and thrones. his or her and her, whatever you want. Yeah. Separate toilets, but it's in the same bathroom. Now you yeah. can't see each other. They're around a corner. You're not staring each other in the eyes while you're taking a dump. But you can be you can in the same it. space and you can smell it too. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> Turn on the fucking fan. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> fucking... <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast. <laughs> Fuck, I just realized that I forgot to bring the camera in here. I was supposed to be making a vlog. Oops. Well, anyway. No, what I was going to say was now I don't have to deal with this problem anymore, which the problem was when we cohabitated with one toilet was that I would come into the bathroom mm-hmm. and there would be a empty mm-hmm. toilet paper roll mm-hmm. on the actual thing. <laughs> yeah. There'd be three empty toilet paper rolls <laughs> propped up on the horizontal paper uh, <laughs> toilet paper roll that was empty. Yeah. So I have a total of four cardboard yeah. <laughs> expended Do you know why that, toilet paper rolls. Do you know why that? And then on top of all that balanced would be a half-used toilet paper roll. <laughs> Do you know why that problem was solved? Because you don't have a toilet paper roll holder on your toilet side. My phone's reminding me that we had to take the garbage out. We cannot forget. We've, we forgot last week. We have so much garbage. <laughs> why do you call it garbage? <laughs> because the cafeteria lady at Gonzaga used to call say, put Gonzaga your garbage in the garbage. Gonzaga High School? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Gonzaga. It was some school. I think school. it was um, not Gonzaga. Gonzaga. I think it was Mark Drive. Well, anyway, I'll have that verify with my sister. Put mm. your garbage in the garbage. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. There's two things that I remember from school. <laughs> Put your garbage in the garbage. And excuse me, Mias. <laughs> excuse me. Okay. That's a, that's a very Newfoundland thing to say. Yeah. Okay. We're, so anyway, on, onwards and upwards. Okay. So the next question from... Oh, you never answered front or back, like with the toilet paper. I like the paper. front. All right. Call yourself a minimalist poser. Well, only because I have to use the bathroom sometimes. It's easier. Hmm. Okay, here's the next question from Jinkerito. Jin. Why do I suck at reading? Will you guys be releasing a new series? For what? On YouTube. Oh, series is in like a um, new series. Oh, like what? Like what mini... do you think I said? News series? No, a new series. I don't. I don't know. Series. I don't know what you mean. Series. It could be like Tuxedo Time. Oh. Could have been like I don't know. I'm just gonna assume that they were talking about like Cold Island being a series and yes the answer is yes yes i have two more great questions okay Okay. lizzie pierce asks can you make a video about lighting please well since i have a top fam badge for lizzie pierce of course we we should make a lighting video dr andrew henderson asks i'd like to hear about chris's time focusing his instagram on menswear should we take a break and then talk about that after the break because that is a moment in your life sure okay we're gonna take a break we'll be right back So at one point early on my career on the internet, actually it started off in menswear. 
Yes, it did. Yeah. No, first it was blogging. Well, true. Yeah. Yeah. But a social media. Yeah. Started off with mm-hmm. me on Instagram doing menswear. Yeah. Yeah. That actually was probably when? 2014? Well, you and I went to London for a vacation mm-hmm. and we met up with this guy named Tony Tran. Mm-hmm. who was at the time, I think he's still doing like fashion, men's fashion on Instagram. And he was nice enough to meet up with us and take us around London and show us the sites and stuff. And um, you were really into fashion. We were going to these fashion events with him. And he said, uh, you should start posting fashion stuff on Instagram. Like outfits and stuff. Outfits and stuff. And you were like, no, definitely not. I said that you should also, because I thought you should do it too. So you said, okay, I'm going to post a photo. If I get more than 100 likes by tomorrow morning, I'll do it. And the photo did really well. And so you said, okay, I said I was going to do it. So you started doing it. There you go. And you were my little photographer. You were my Instagram husband. I was your Instagram husband. (laughs) Dude. And it was so crazy because like I remember we shot every day. Like you got dressed for work in like a suit and tie or bow tie. That was before I wore scrubs every day. Yeah. You got dressed for work every day and we shot your photo pretty much every day. Yeah. And you posted the photo every day. It went on Instagram yeah, so that and it was, went on Lookbook. That was my, that was my, uh, basically my foray into Instagram was just posting outfit stuff, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny because I don't do that anymore. No. You fell out of that when we moved to Vancouver um, pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. Even before that, though, it was, I was kind of hurting for content and not really, I was kind of falling behind on it because I think that year I was studying for my board exams. Yeah. And then the nail in the coffin was when we moved to Vancouver and I was working like, I don't know, 70, 80 hour weeks. Mm-hmm. And it was just absolutely nuts. So I didn't have time to do anything. Plus I was wearing scrubs every day. So it wasn't even like I was getting dressed for work. I was just wearing basically pajamas to work. Yeah. And I think um, during that time too, like your passion really turned to helicopters like during that year. Like, yeah. There's only so many hours you have in a day. Yeah. And the few hours that I had on the weekend of myself when we weren't doing like filming our adventures or videos for YouTube, I was going to flight school Mm -hmm. so it just didn't have enough capacity for it to survive yeah but i mean we there's a lot of stuff that kind of came from the fashion um my experience in the fashion instagram community yeah you a lot of people i met Mm -hmm. a lot of the you know like the whole aldo thing came from that like a full international campaign for aldo shoes the shoe company yeah they they, i was like aldo's one of aldo's poster boys for this was it fall winter 2015 or something 2015 yeah i think it was yeah yeah. So like there was posters all over the world, like yeah. billboards with my face on it. If you guys want to see the commercials and the videos, I'll link them in the show notes, beckyandchris.com slash podcast. Just look up whatever episode number this is. I think it's six. Dub it in. <laughs> Insert episode number here. <laughs> but yeah, like what was that like? Because you like they flew you to New York and you were on like an oh, that actual was, set. Yeah, that was crazy. That was because uh, a lot of the stuff that people post like within you know quote unquote influencer content it's like self-generated user generated mm-hmm. um kind of ad campaigns but this was actually a full-blown big that was the campaign for that company for that season mm-hmm. it was it was pretty crazy because i remember i was it was in between it was on a weekend it was in between rotations f- uh for my radiology residency so i was doing a, a rural rotation in cornerbrook newfoundland right after that. So I literally flew to New York City. They flew me to New York, put me up at a hotel. Did We did the shoot over two days, I think. Mm-hmm. But like I walked in, they had wardrobe for every model in the in the campaign. So there was a big, a, a massive rack that had just Chris on it. A massive and rack. It, correct. Yes, yeah. massive rack. Mm-hmm. They had Chris on it and mm-hmm. my name. And 
they they had two shoppers who had spent the prior week going around New York City buying a bunch of clothes that they thought would be good like quote unquote looks for That's me so for the campaign. Cool. Yeah. And then they put the and they asked me my sizes ahead of time and when they when I started trying stuff on they were like, "Oh, this none of this stuff fits. Like it's all too big for you." And I was but didn't like, didn't you tell them your sizes and they didn't really believe you? So yeah, they, the like, size they were like, "We well, like we asked your size, yeah, but we thought you were probably bigger than what you were saying." just because we didn't think you were that small. <laughs> and I was like, no, man, I'm not lying about it. I wear a 36 jacket. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah, we bought like 3840 because we just thought you looked bigger. I was like, like, no, no man, I, I've been doing fashion for like two years. I know my size. Yeah, but I mean, I guess like people like get, yeah. they, they like say vanity sizing because they're like, I don't care about that stuff. It's like my size is my size, whatever. I'm a small dude. Right. But well, I'm tall. Yeah. But anyway, so they like went. I was like, okay, give us two hours. We're gonna go back and we're going to buy all new stuff. <laughs> so they came back. But didn't they like what you had on? Like you showed up in something. They were like, oh yeah, we like that. Oh, they did. Yeah. They're like, actually, let's just base it off what you're wearing right now. So you have kind of like these dark maroon colored denim pants with like selvage denim and a red herringbone blazer. And I think I had like uh, like a. The, there's an Instagram post somewhere that has the look I was wearing. Weren't you wearing like a toque or something? I was, yeah. yeah. And I had like the headphones on. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm yeah. sure there was we'll a there, there, there's a look somewhere that had, and they're like, yeah, let's just base it off that. So then, and we'll we'll link also to the actual end campaign and show you guys what the actual finished look was. But that was based off of what I had on that day. And um, they had a tailor on site. That's so cool. Yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, we got the size now. The, the chest fits. Okay, we're going to tailor the sleeves. We're going to tailor the pants. So they had like all the stuff on site. It was in Milk Studios, I remember, in, in New York City, which is like a pretty big uh, studio complex that I guess artists and commercial ops rent. But anyway, very cool experience. Mm-hmm. Couldn't film anything because of a big NDA that we had to sign. Um, but they gave me their in-house camera to film everything. Um, for like a behind the scenes thing, but they like own the footage. So somewhere exists a behind the scenes, uh, somewhere exists behind the scenes footage that we could make a video into. Oh, but you don't, yeah. But Did we you try to get it and they like wouldn't give it to you or something? I tried to get it, but they didn't, re- they didn't answer me. Yeah. That's so. too bad. Anyway. Um, I think like some of my favorite photos that I've taken were like during your fashion days. You hated taking photos well, of I sp- my fashion stuff. I didn't hate it. But I do specifically remember having a severe stomach flu and I had been vomiting all day. And you were like, come on now, come take my picture. And I was standing outside. I was just after barfing. And I hadn't showered in like two days. I was disgusting. And I was like trying to hold a camera up to take a picture of you. And I was like feeling like I was going to die. And you're like, take my picture for Instagram. And I was like, I will murder you. <laughs> in the robot voice? Yeah, in the robot accent. You know crush. she's serious when you speak when she speaks the robot accent. <laughs> blah, no, blah. I am throwing up. Some of them, I, I, yeah, no, some of them, I mean, when you do it every single day for like two or three years, and you're like the Instagram. I mean, you've seen the memes, the Instagram husband. It yeah. was me. You were the Instagram husband. Yeah. But there are some fo- like some photos that stand out specifically were like that photo I took of you on top um, looking over St. John- downtown St. John's um, at dusk or mm-hmm. sunset. Um, and you were wearing like a white um, collared shirt with your sleeves rolled up. I think you were wearing like navy pants and a plaid tie. Do you remember that? And you had your Colhan or your coach little like brown bag. Yeah. That was one of my favorite pictures. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have any like standouts that you really liked? Actually, there was um, another one I took you down by um, Saint Phil- in St. Phillips on the rocks. I think all of the coastal shots I really liked. Where you, you incorporate the Newfoundland mm-hmm. scenery in. Yeah. 
I yeah. remember you shot a really cool like shoes. Actually, I think it was for Aldo. Um, it was like a shoes time lapse. Like you almost did like a stop motion, and it was over oh yeah, by I forgot about that coast. Yeah, I miss like living near the ocean. That was like fun to do con- make content around that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you take that stuff for granted for sure. Anything to add about the fashion stuff? No, I think that's it. Your channel blew up. We moved to Vancouver. You stopped caring, and then your channel, your Instagram, kind of like fizzled out a little bit. But I, I'm really happy that you're back posting on your Instagram now because I think it's cool to see what you're up to in like the doctor FPV world because some of that stuff doesn't really fit like on our yeah you know it's funny because I got really into uh grid consistency and trying to do color themes Mm -hmm. and between not posting because I didn't have something to match the feed and not posting because I didn't actually shoot fashion content anymore yeah I kind of stopped posting for a really long time mm-hmm. and my account basically died. I think it was like, I, it died at like 28 point something thousand. Yeah. And then it like shrunk to 26 and then I wasn't growing at all. Yeah. Well, it blew up originally really quickly because when you started, like the men's fashion niche was so small. Yeah. Um, it was just like right time, the right, right place, right time. Yeah. It, it grew pretty quick and, um, but it, it plateaued pretty quick too at like 20 mm-hmm. something thousand. And then it kind of like shrunk a bit. And then I was like, oh, this is dead. And then I was keep up motivation too when you see your account like dying and then you're not really 100% feeling it. And you then, know what? That's so true. Cause yeah. there's accounts that you look at like people quitting when they have like hundreds of thousands of subs or subscribers or followers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, oh my God, like why would you do that? Like you have so many people following you. But then like you realize, well, first of all, that number's inflated if it's a, if it's a dead account because people, no longer people subscribe but then stop using a platform right so a lot of your subs are essentially ghost subs so that's not really it's an artificially inflated number so if your engagement's really low then that's one thing but then it's like it's all about what you're used to like Mm -hmm. in life people get used to things so if you get used to a certain level of engagement and you're no longer getting that even if it's a level of engagement that you would have killed for like five years ago yeah it's just not the same anymore so i I get it i get it but you know for my personal instagram i sort of repurposed it and just started made a decision more or less recently just to say you know what i'm just gonna start posting things that i'm into Mm -hmm. which just happens to be fpv drones or helicopter stuff basically aviation stuff yeah all the excess overflow aviation clips that we don't use on our channel because there's so much of it yeah i'll just post on mine Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people who follow me i think i mean my my user base is like 90 percent dudes yeah who are probably um, into so are our yeah that's true actually <laughs> yeah but... every account that we have is 90 percent dudes yeah which but, is funny it is funny but it's it's um it's funny because instagram starts to become fun like when it's that and i think it's great that you're able to repurpose like all the helicopter stuff because for for me like on our joint account like i never wanted um our instagram or youtube to be helicopter niche i just wanted the helicopter to be like a character in our videos Mm -hmm. so i don't want to be constantly posting helicopter pictures on our instagram because i wouldn't follow an account like that so i want to post photos that i like right of like what i would be looking for maybe that's not the right way to look at it so i think maybe it's the perfect way to look at it yeah maybe i mean it makes me definitely just be authentic yeah it makes me have more fun with instagram because i can post a bunch of different things yeah but you get to like have a nice space for your own memories. And I kind of did the same thing with my personal Instagram because I used to just post like phone photos. And then I started caring so much about the grid on our account. And our account is more like our portfolio right now. That's Becky and Chris. Becky and Chris. Yeah. yeah on Instagram. Um, but then I had my own like personal account that I was like, why am I not posting mm, here? Because I used to go back and like 
look at all these old memories of just random iPhone pictures that I used to post. And I was like, oh my God, do you remember this time? And like, it's not a great photo, but it was a good memory. Right. So I started, I just like kickstarted my personal Instagram and I don't give a shit about that. I'll post whatever the fuck if it's, most of the photos are from my phone and a lot Mm -hmm. of them are shit, but it's less about the grid and the portfolio and more about memories. Right. And a place just for me to like look back and be like, oh, remember when we were here, we did this thing and I could post a red picture. I could post a sunset photo. So it's like basically my camera roll for my phone mm-hmm. plus photos that don't match our grid. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And cool. how have you found that? Have you found that it's been well received? Um, yeah, the account is growing, which is really strange. <laughs> like I didn't think it would because it's like not great photos. But I mean, the, it's different. It feels different. The people who are, who are engaging with the photos is different. But um I've definitely, I feel like, been throwing more home decor stuff up there. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot like how you're focusing more on like FPV and helicopters on your stuff. Is it like stuff that you're is, into? Yeah, it's more stuff that I'm into. And I, I sometimes it's weird to post that stuff because I'm like, oh, it's both of us. So I have to like, with Becky and Chris, like the Instagram account, I feel like it has to represent both of us. Mm-hmm. But for my account, I'm like, oh, wait, I can post a photo, a selfie of me in the mirror if, I, if I'm feeling good that day and I actually got dressed. <laughs> <laughs> or like I can post a photo of my coffee because this is my fucking account. It's about my life. It's about my memories. Right. It's been nice to just yeah, like there you go. post and have a separate, you know, thing. So that's cool. I have one last question before we go. Mm-hmm. Dan Perez one zero one one is asking favorite ice cream collectively and separately. <laughs> you know exactly why I asked this question. <laughs> what is our favorite ice cream currently, Chris? Mint chocolate chip, obviously. That is not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> it's the correct answer for me, though. Okay. What is your favorite ice cream, Becky? Chocolate butthole ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what the hell okay. are you talking about? Let me tell you about chocolate butthole ice cream. Okay. <laughs> chocolate ice cream. <laughs> I think you should not tell them. I think you just leave just it at leave that. It. People yeah. are going to be like, she eats ass. Everyone eats ass in 2019. <laughs> 2020 still that from Lindsay. um (laughs) i like chocolate ice cream it's my favorite when we lived in vancouver there was an ice cream place called rain or shine i was obsessed with it i got chocolate most of the time i always tried the special flavors basic you basic b i'm giving you the the stare down but the reason why we call it chocolate butthole ice cream is because yes tell everyone why i really like haagen chocolate Plain chocolate ice cream. This is an exercise you guys are going to have to do. I want you to pull your phone out right now and Google. Pull your phone out right now. Go to beckyandchris.com slash podcast. Find the episode number that this is. Look at the post. And it'll explain traffic. I will post a photo of the chocolate butthole ice cream in the show notes. Also linked in the description of this podcast. So I don't know from a... (laughs) Because you're the reason why we call it chocolate butthole ice cream, <laughs> you ding dong. So don't be I've telling me outed. that I'm gross. I've been outed. You're outed. Yeah. I'm calling you out. Because <laughs> we were looking for ice cream at the store. Yes. And we were looking at chocolate because it's the only flavor and that matters. At the store, they basically, the only, they like only stocked Haagen-Dazs. They only had Halo and Haagen-Dazs. And I don't like the Halo because it tastes like diet. Okay. So out of all the flavors, you of course went to the chocolate and the picture of the crumbling chocolate bar it looks looked like something i had seen in the past i th- had to think about where i've seen this image before where's this imagery from mm-hmm. and it clicked where was it from it was from years ago mm-hmm. a viral post on facebook mm-hmm. of a company who would make custom chocolates for your valentine they touted 
custom molded chocolates yeah. for your Valentine of your anus. That's a really nice way of putting it. It's exactly what it was. And the picture they showed was basically, if you picture like a, a sort of a semi-dome shaped chocolate, but the mold of a butthole. Yeah. So there's like lines in it. Yeah. 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 The cigar burn. The cigar burn. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Looks like a cigar burn. The sausage snip. The what? You know, the end of a sausage. How it like puckers. Oh yeah. Like a puckering asshole. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe we're talking about this right now. Your face right now. You're just like. <laughs> okay. So anyway. So anyway. So that chocolate mm-hmm. butthole. Yep. Looks exactly like the chocolate that haagen chose to use on, on the, the cover of their ice cream. The yeah. packaging. Hence. Chocolate butthole ice cream. Correct. <laughs> so now you know. So now you know. So That's a major inside joke for us it's that major, nobody knows about nobody like every single night so there's this meme going around it was like <laughs> for like it was like um seven o'clock wake up in the morning have breakfast seven thirty, have breakfast dessert eight o'clock oh, stare for the, at the, the, wall. the, the coronavirus like, schedule yeah. yeah and so like there was like one where it's like 11 a.m eating a snack while standing up staring classic meme that's what's been happening but the it was like 10 p.m ice cream and we've been eating a lot of ice cream at night for whatever reason recently. So now it's like, okay, is it time for like a movie? Yeah, chocolate butthole ice cream. Chocolate butthole ice cream time. To the point now where we say it straight face and don't even, it doesn't even phase like, us. Do you want some chocolate butthole? It's not even funny. Not it's even not fu- even, yeah, we don't even laugh. Dead pan, yeah. dead ass fucking straight face. Yep. Do you want some chocolate butthole? Yeah, exactly. Or just chocolate butthole? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this episode going to be called? Chocolate butthole? Chocolate butthole? Question mark, upward inflection? <laughs> god okay uh, please just type it out that's the name of the episode all of it typed out <laughs> chocolate butthole question mark upper inflection is that what you said upward inflection upward upper <laughs> well wow okay so and then it's, content yeah. well um i hope that this episode brought you guys a few lols we cannot forget to take your Okay, we're going to forget to take... We have eight minutes to finish this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Texas. Wrap Saturday. it up, Peggy. I really hope that this gave you um, a 56-minute break from the crazy shit that's happening on the internet. Uh, you're going to cut that down from 56 minutes. Okay, well, there's, it's probably... There's stuff we can't post yeah, you're right. but on I the do, internet. <laughs> I do hope that it brought you a few lols because definitely talking about chocolate butthole ice cream here with you guys and with Chris has definitely uh, got my mind off things a little bit. I've got laughing tears in my eyes i'm shocked that you shared that with the world publicly what about chocolate bottle ice cream that's not a secret it was buying a chocolate buttholes for your valentine isn't a secret you know what you're getting for next valentine's day i can't wait i'm gonna do a diy project (laughs) i'm not even gonna hire the kid no he's like here's some chocolate butthole chocolate (laughs) 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 don't do that to me you piece of shit Literally. Okay, with that said, we're going to go. I hope you guys enjoy your night, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one.